0: And this is season three of session. Last night got so insane. Welcome aboard the spew train. So on the train. I'll be your captain down the and the bar. Next stop, Skateville down, down, baby, big boys ride. ETA, one hour. Enjoy the ride. Me where I can ease my pain. Cheers man. Hey. Oh, cheers. Ah. All right. No
1: clink. <laughs> but Light.
0: I'm glad you asked. A Bud Light can <laughs> and a glass of wine. I'm
1: drinking a uh, 2016 Farniente and poor Billy sitting with Bud Light. I I love the fact that you asked me what beer you want me to, to bring because I was like, oh god, I know he drinks Bud Likes. I always just to see you just pounding them, pounding them, pounding them. <laughs> but at least they were in bottles. I in know. A fucking Man, can. It's got. It's hard times. It's hard t- <laughs> no, but you were, even when you were fucking yeah crushing games, you still drank that shit. Yeah. One time I saw you with a Dom Perignon.
0: Oh, that plenty was the time when I had to give you all the fucking money. Plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of times I had Dom, Ace of Spades. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't figured out by now, well, you know because you saw in the title and you probably have already heard, uh, my guest right now is... Uh, you're a poker legend, man. You're an L.A. poker legend. His name is Abe. Which, and that, that and 10 cents won't get you shit. You it's know. Not, No, <laughs> it's not... Good. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't... It's not like anything, man. Right? <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, he. Uh, I think you became. You were kind of an unknown. I mean, you were known by the old school people, but you were kind of. You became a little bit mainstream in two thousand eight. Right. When you had a pretty uh, epic post on two plus two as right. Lyman. Right. So uh, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. I'm always happy
1: to hang out with people who I respect and who do things the right way. And even though we. We were always sort of in different cities and not playing the same game a lot. The few times that we did cross paths, it's just like sort of like, I don't know, like, like when two like you see like a movie and like two vampires cross paths right. and like they look at each other and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I, like this guy is not the same guy. Like they just know. Like I just knew instantly the first time I fucking saw him. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take long to figure it out we were kindred spirits.
0: yeah, I was gonna say kindred spirits and uh we've hung out a decent amount. uh we we only played together a few times yeah. way back in the day mm-hmm. um, but we've hung out a decent amount. uh we I had a lot of fun those times we those dinners we had in right. Vegas uh, with wheelchair Mike and the crew. yeah uh yeah, now, re- <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh Wendy. The good, the lady who is draining
1: her knee at the table at Nobu. Mm. Holy fuck Of course fuck. I am. Of course oh I my remember. God, what a fucking mess. I I mean she might be a subscriber to you, I don't know. <laughs> She's
0: such a mess. If, if you need to drain your knee, that's okay. It's like, like my wife
1: says, is she draining her fucking knee at the fucking table at Nobu? Jesus Christ, we're trying to eat here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's your wife doing, man? Oh, she's uh, better than ever. I really? Mean, she's not always
0: knocking it out of the ballpark. She's awesome, man. Yeah, she's. I'm very, very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, you you ran pretty hot there. Very hot, from what I can tell. She
1: puts up with massive bullshit, and she's just always just like forging straight ahead, doing her thing. It is what it is, you know.
0: That's great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some people will know you already. Some people won't. Uh, just something I like to do is, if you don't mind, a quick life story mm-hmm. starting... Where were you born, man? I don't even know. I was born a poor black boy. What are you really? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, the jerk? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anybody's Is a you, jerk? You, yeah, it's a yeah. jerk.
1: Uh, no, uh, I'm from Eugene, Oregon, and it's a college town, Yeah, and it's a super hippie town. It's like a mini Berkeley. Right. So... It's a lot of weirdos, freaks, countercultures type stuff, so, you know, it wasn't that hard for me to, like, not see myself in a traditional role from right. a young age, the way I grew up, like, basically... Were your lot... parents hippies? Oh, yeah. No, more like survivalists. Oh, yeah? So, a lot of hunting. Oh, A cool. lot of gutting of animals. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, making our own clothes. Very strange upbringing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know that there would have been any signs so much that I would have been in gambling because I was never around gambling in any way, shape or form. Right. But I was like just obsessed with puzzles. Yeah. Like as a kid, puzzles were my life. Like everything was puzzles, games, it ended up being IQ tests at a later point. Just like, I love this shit. And like, I was always like exceptionally good at it. Right. So...
0: It was just basically like, at some point, I was going to find gambling. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you were going to find gambling, and I'd say you kind of are a survivalist in the gambling world. Like you've gone your own way, right? From way back in the from way back, yeah. Yeah, and as soon as you said that, it made sense to me. Like, oh, there's the influence, right? Yeah. Uh, And what you so you were just into games as a kid, yeah. Uh, And then what? How long did you stay in Oregon? Uh, This is sort of. I'll give you a funny story. This is how much.
1: A, that I was sort of into games and B, like, what a f- sort of fuck up I was slash um, degenerate. Yeah. So I'm in my senior year of high school and everybody's getting ready to go to college. And we went and I, t- I t- went to a thing called Boys State. And Boys State was like a student government where... Everybody from around the state and somebody ran for governor and somebody all those things. And so I ran I did the Boy State thing and I got elected Supreme Court Justice of Boy State at the University of Oregon. So this was like a really big deal for their recruiting. Right. So they begged me to come to Oregon because I had taken my PSATs and I had a really high score. Right. Um I mean some fuck I, I I shouldn't say that. I don't want to say anything racist, but like there's like kids now that would laugh at my score, but at that point in time, for a kid from Oregon, like fifteen ten on your SATs was a really big deal. It's it's right? still it's still solid, <laughs> uh, but now it's like there's fucking some kid down there grinding one two. He's like I scored nineteen thousand four hundred fifty <laughs> on my SATs or whatever, you know? Right. Uh, so uh, so but so I go through my I'm in my senior year and people are applying to college and I'm I'm basically saying to myself college. Why would I go to college? Right. College makes no fucking sense. I it's just more school. I'm gonna f- figure out something to do. I'm gonna like live my life, right? So
0: I'm not gonna go to college. My parents never fucking asked me about college. I don't give a fuck about college either. That's the key element, man. Your it, parents weren't pressuring it, so like you were coming from yeah. it from like a place of logic and it made no sense it made to you. Made no sense. Yeah. It's like I gotta I can get a four year head start on all
1: these fucking morons, right? So, because I'm seeing the guys going to college, I'm like, come on, I'm, I'm tired to hang out with you now. I don't want to hang out with you more. Right. Eugene's a small town, right? Yeah. Uh, so then, but then it gets close to the end, like when, like, I, mean, I, I graduated from college and we're in the summer. I mean, I graduated from high school and we're in the summer and it's just like, every fucking girl is like, are you, Hey, are you, am I going to see you in college, right? <laughs> you know? Oops. Uh, <laughs> every cute girl, every party I go to or anything it's like ah. which college did you go to Abe you know and that's like I'm not going to college <laughs> and so I mean basically like boners caused me to go to college you know Right. oh okay so you ended up you ended up going but this is the funniest part so I had to apply to college Yeah. you can't just walk into college no so and the University of Oregon it's like it's sort of a big deal I mean it's not like Harvard but like it's sort of a big deal like they, they have a lot more people apply than get in and there's certain standards, right? Uh, unless you're a football player. So, like, I go down there. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so fucked. Like,
0: every fucking girl I like is going to college. Didn't you have it in your back pocket that you were the Supreme Court judge? Exactly. I so, know.
1: I go down to admissions and I, I, go, I go down there and I say, hey, you know, my name's A Blank. I'll give my last name, I guess. And, uh, and I never got my my, uh, admission thing back and everybody I know has already been gotten their thing and said that they were admitted and I've gotten nothing back and they're like, you apply. I'm like, yeah, I applied. Of course I applied. I was the Supreme Court justice at Boy State.
0: Oh, you, 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 you lied. I lied. I'm
1: like, you guys freaking begged me to come here. And I went to my, like my mom, I'm like, well, I'm have the letters where they're fucking begging me to apply. She's like, yeah, yeah. I go, look at these letters. And the it's like, the the the, the, the uh, people at the admittance just like bleed white. They're just like, oh, we fucked up. Wait, wait a wait a second, Mister Abe. Wait a second, we're gonna get back to you. So like, literally, like forty eight hours. They're
0: like, you're admitted. That's sick. <laughs> and I, then it's at class the next week, and I'm like, hey everybody, I'm in college. <laughs> I I I like lying to the man, man. I like that shit. Yeah, I just flat out lied. Yeah. And, if, and and the only, I mean,
1: the, the poor person that had to go and say, like, we lost the fucking Supreme Court Justice of Voice State. We lost his application. <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor guy. It's, yeah, as long as <laughs> that guy didn't get fired. Yeah, I don't mean, no, he's not going to get fired, <laughs> yeah. but
1: he definitely got some uh, talking to by his boss, I'm sure. That's great. So then I I, I just did college, and, I, and college is where I found gambling. Basically. Oh, okay. That's where I found gambling because the one of my one of my idiot friends he he uh, joined a frat and uh, we would go. I mean, to over and hang out with these frat boys. I never joined, but I they were like they had beer and they were dumb and they liked to have fun. <laughs> and the other thing I like to do is play poker. Oh, so I would play in these like. Penny ante, nickel ante, dime ante, seven card stud games with the frat boys. And because I just have to solve every fucking puzzle.
0: You would just clean up.
1: I was, yeah, I mean, by clean up, I'd I'd, I'd win like $20. I'd be like, oh yeah, motherfuckers. That's a lot when you're 19. No, it was insane. Like, I was like, I would show my friends that. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. I'm going to fucking go get the whole pizza. I'm not just ordering a slice of pizza.
0: That's, that's funny we're, we're very similar I didn't I didn't play with frat boys I played with like the degenerates like the drug dealers and whatever Right. and same thing like I had just like the monster edge and like could solve whatever variant was right. like the, just come with the, the basic strat and it sounds like you were doing the same thing yeah. with the frat boys basically the same thing
1: I played yeah. in these poker games and like and it just sort of lit a fire in me and it wasn't really a fire for poker specifically it was just gambling like Oh man, I should book sports. Oh man, I should right. count cards. I should do everything because there's this huge fucking ocean of money and it's just waiting for me to, to act like I normally act, basically like like sort of a gray area hustler, <laughs> you know, who loves puzzles. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, like I, I basically became obsessed with gambling at that point. Okay. But not, not in the traditional sense, more in the puzzle sense, I guess.
0: I have a... Just to go back a little bit. How, w- how were your grades in high school?
1: Uh, pretty
0: bad grades, but like I said, the
1: SATs and
0: the boys' state thing bailed me out. You seem like... I really believe that some people are just like wh- too smart for school. Yeah. My, my older brother is like that. Uh, some other people I've interviewed are like that, where they're just like, I couldn't get along with teachers. Yeah, you're yeah. like you're too smart yeah. for that fucking I
1: high would skip though. like... I'd probably skip... 20 percent of all school right in in high it's school just too and, boring right yeah, and then like maybe 80 percent of all school once I got to college right like, I just couldn't take it like right. there's so much more to do like I was there because I wanted to meet girls and blah blah blah. yeah and I ended up liking some of those things that some of the social aspects of it but the actual like you know oh you we're gonna do this this lesson plan or whatever and it's like well I could figure that out in 10 minutes like right. just give me the book you know like yeah. why do I got to show up yeah, you know
0: that—that that was my reading is that you probably weren't like the best student. No, no, I was like, I, I had
1: like so many talkings to from like so many people at so many fucking levels of schooling where they're like, "You're a very talented boy, Abe. <laughs> right? But you need to apply yourself. Right. This isn't going to go on forever, you know? Yeah. And, and then like, lo and behold, they saw me now. They'd be like, "It fucking went on forever. Right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great, man. So how long did you last at uh, Oregon? I finished. Oh, I you finished did? it. Nice. I mean, once I was in, I
1: did it. I finished yeah. the whole damn thing. And then basically, the day after it uh, college ended, I basically started counting cards. I mean, I had normal Where? jobs. There? Staying there? No, no. I had to go. I would I would take trips to Vegas and Reno. Okay. Um I wanted to see if I could do it as a job, and. I didn't really. I never really thought of poker at all, which is strange that it wouldn't have occurred to me to like try poker too. But I was, I counting cards like sort of like fit more into my mentality at that point in time. Yeah. It was very puzzle oriented, very technical. Like it had a whole cat and mouse aspect to it. Like it felt very like you you know you see these movies like where. I think the movie's called Twenty One or something. I was going to ask you: Was this before that? Way before oh, yeah. I don't is, even know the when that was. The MIT. I was. Not, this is 1991. I think. Okay. So this is a long time ago. Um, you
0: graduated college in 1991,
1: or maybe not. Maybe 1993. I'm really bad with dates. I'm I'm uh, I'm almost 50. What would that make it? Yeah, that's that's all right. Then. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, you look good, man. <laughs> yeah, you are been in the gambling world. You're almost fifty. Like, imagine how good I'd look if I wasn't in the gambling world. No, man. I'd be like Brad Pitt or something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I I went and I would I I would do the card counting, and I was doing good, but it wasn't. I realized very quickly it wasn't like a way to make a living.
0: Were you getting barred a
1: lot? Oh yeah, and like I was getting heat, but I was really I was really pretty good at like. Doing all the schmoozy stuff to not get heat, but like at some point I would realize like, I mean, I'm pretty much broke at that point in time. I don't have a lot of money. So I'm like, sp- I'm like going to like a $2 table and I'm spreading from like $2 to 25. Right. And I, and I realized like, oh, you know, my hourly rate on spreading $2 to 25 is like three fifty an hour or something, you know, it's just complete waste of time, you so, know? Yeah.
0: So you bet, but it's still nice to know that you can beat the yes. system.
1: Yes. Yes. Because the rules were good and they had deep penetration, not that anyone cares. I mean, I'm sure when I said deep penetration, somebody People up. care about that. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about, deep penetration? <laughs> in blackjack, deep penetration is very important. And the rules are very important. What is deep penetration in blackjack? The deeper that you deal down in the deck, the bigger your advantage gets. Okay. Okay. Because in card counting, the only thing that really matters in card counting are aces and tens. Because, and the reason that only aces and tens matter is because when the dealer gets a blackjack, you lose. But when the when you get a blackjack, you get 150% of your bet. Right. And blackjacks are only made with aces and tens. So the more aces and tens that are left, the more of your 50%
0: advantage oh, over the that's house. A, man, I've never even like thought about what the edge was in that's there. That's it. It makes so much sense. It's everything. And you're it's saying different. tens, but you mean also all face cards. Yeah, runs. all face cards. Yeah. So as you get deeper
1: into the deck... You will know how many 10s and aces are left. And when it's just like all
0: 10s and aces, you just that's, obliterate the house. Wow, that's so that's like the whole that's crux, of crux. That's it. There's nothing else. That's it. nothing else. I've never like even thought about <laughs> right. looking into it. That's <laughs> it.
1: I mean, if you're like a real hardcore car counter, there's a lot of other things as far as like shuffle tracking and steering the dealer and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, that's like 90% of your advantage comes from what I just told you. The last ten percent is a fucking mountain of work. It's sort of like the classic eighty twenty rule.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and deep penetration means they would deal till the deck was almost done. Yeah, right down to a. But very, now they fucking put that cut card. They chop it in half. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> they don't they want don't want you to know that th- where the right. fucking aces and tens are. Yeah. Right. So in nineteen ninety one or three, I mean, I, I don't want to say that I don't remember the exact year, but I think it was something like that. At that point in time. Card counting wasn't a thing yet, so the casinos would still give amazing rules, double on split, double after any split, double aces as many times as you want, Uh, the dealer stands on soft 17, all of these really great rules and deep penetration, and so you could get a big advantage, whereas now that shit's all fucking out the window.
0: Did you... uh... Did you come up with that on your own or, or did you like read something? So You must have had some kind of inspiration for this. For what? For card counting. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, there was a couple books out. There was a, a book called Million Dollar Blackjack by a guy named Kenny Oosten. All right. And there was a book called Beat the Dealer by Ed Thorpe. And these are like those crusty brown fucking books you yeah. find in the back of a bookstore. Yeah. And I would just obsess over the charts and the numbers and how to do
0: it and everything else, you know. That's great. Okay. And then, uh, so what? What happens after this? You're, you've already graduated from yeah. Oregon. You're making $3.50 an hour. <laughs> You're cards. winning steadily, but yeah. it, it's not worth it.
1: I'm working at a fucking golf course, and I'm like, oh, God, you know, this, this isn't going to work out the way I thought. I better, like, you know, figure something out. Right. So then um, when I was in college, I worked, my work-study job was uh, – in the, in the student loan office mm-hmm. and so I had some connections in sort of the loan and finance industry and so much as people who had run the student loan office had gone on to like work at bigger companies or start businesses and I I just made a few phone calls and I said hey do you have a job at this X or Y or Z finance company and they were like yes. Uh-huh. So I, did, I got into finance and I ended up like rising through the ranks really fast because I got sort of put in the puzzle aspect of finance which was building credit models. Oh. And I was very good at building credit models and it was a really sort of gray area sleazy job where right, right now now they would call it predatory yeah. lending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So right. I was a predatory lender before predatory lending was a thing. Okay. And before like a bunch of other guys collapsed the US economy doing it. Of course. And I, I mean, I, I made my way like all the way up to vice president, basically building these credit models that you could use for people in uh, underserved communities. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. basically like complete fuck ups. And this is like the the part of the whole predatory living thing that's funny. It's like, is it really predatory when like a dude with two bankruptcies comes to you for a loan and you you basically just rip him a new asshole? You're both both of
0: you are trying to. It is man. But you're trying to fuck each other. He's trying to fuck you and you're trying to fuck him. Right, but what about the guy that like makes that just doesn't understand the numbers and doesn't make that much and wants like a huge loan for house or whatever? Oh yeah, he's going to get... <laughs> it's going to be bad news, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. You it's What Were you wearing like a suit and tie in it? Oh, 100%. Wow. Like, I was Brooks Brothers. I was always... I and you, was... Were, you, you didn't feel like uncomfortable with, with that? I, don't know. No, I,
1: I never... Yes. I, I, like, always sort of knew in the back of my mind this wasn't going to work. Right. But, like, when just, like... And, and, you know, I had already sort of, like, gotten into the marriage sort of aspect of my life and, like... You were already married? I got, I've been married 20 three years or something, Wow. Or 22 years, I don't know, 20 years, it's a long time. She grew up in Oregon as well? Or yeah, no? she was basically one of my neighbors. Oh, wow. So it's been, we've been together. Maybe I get mixed up with, like, how long we've been married and how long we've been together. Yeah. It's, like, a really long time. Okay. Um. And so, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, like, do basically sort of normal things. I'm trying right. to, like, be normal, but, like, obviously, in the back of my mind, I know, like... Uh, there's something devious is going to happen, right?
0: I, I was going to say, well, uh, to me, it seems like it was starting to wear on you, like, ethically a little bit.
1: Yeah, it was just, yeah, I mean, you could say that because I basically, like, I don't know if it, I don't know how I would have, like, internalized that, but I basically, like, stopped doing my job around 1998 and just started playing poker. Right, It's because
0: it was appeasing, like, the puzzle-solver right. side, right? Yes. But, like, one thing people don't, People that know you know this, but people that only know you from like your your podcast you used to have the bike, they'll they'll think that you're like this like really hardcore harsh person. Right, you're not. No, like you're like the chillest nicest guy. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I, I would much rather be friends with everybody,
0: and you don't want to do anyone wrong. No. Like yeah, no,
1: yeah. And I mean, and that's that's one of the things that sort of gets me is like if people like say that like. I mean, I walk gray. Lots of gray lines, and I have existed in a semi semi criminal world for a very long time. Of course, and I have engaged in an untold amount of of betting, right? right, with other humans, right, like thousands of people for large amounts of money, and there's and so like. People can say what they want about me, but you cannot find a human on this planet who will say, I didn't pay in full with a smile. Every fucking time. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, like, that's what matters. Of course. I don't care what your opinion is of me. You – if you walk around the casino and show my picture – Every fucking person will say, oh, that's Abe. Every right. person in the whole casino will recognize me. Right. but And they can all have some fucking opinion about me, but not one of them can say they were ever stiffed by me. Right. And for me, that's, like, the line. Yeah. That's the line.
0: And I, and I like that you're talking about how great it is because people just love black and white in every right. discussion. And that's why discussions are just, like, a joke, like, on Twitter or anywhere else. Because right. everyone wants it black and white. Something I'm dealing with is... Uh, I get the straddle on. I always have. Right, right. Because you just the game's unplayable. Otherwise, no one's winning yeah, money. That's right. Like and and now people are saying like, oh, it's it's that you're hustling. Well, poker is kind of a hustle. It's like, a complete fucking hustle. It's a soft <laughs> hustle, but it's like a hustle with honor. Right, right. right. You know right. what I mean? Like you you know what I was walking in today with all my shit, my microphone, right. and all my shit from my car. Uh, you know who I saw uh that was walking in with me was Mo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like it's great man. This guy and I go way back. Right. It, he's threatened to kill me. <laughs> we have played a, we've played a lot of uh we've played a lot of like heads up matches that uh he's tr- he would turn over my cards if he's sick of right it. right. Yeah. But like in the end it's like all about like honor and stuff and like he just held the door for me with, how you doing right. and, we, and i was like how you doing mo Right. that's how it goes in the gambling world right it's not it's not a fucking it's it's not a clean world exactly it's not at all okay. not in any way shape or form it's just, there's you're walking
1: like i try to tell people like we can get we'll, we'll come full circle guys to the to whatever the life story because it includes like a lot of stuff that you might care about as far as gambling but this thing's right on the top of my mind right now like People don't understand, and I always try to explain to them, that poker isn't a thing. Like, poker doesn't exist like, say, chess exists. Like, me coming from, like, all this puzzle and gaming stuff, if you if you go to play chess with somebody, then you're there to play the game. The game is very important, and the game is why you're actually there. But poker is simply a vehicle to take money from one group of people and give it to another group of people. And over time, that vehicle has changed dramatically. And in a casino atmosphere, that vehicle could take on many different forms, but nobody actually gives a fuck about the form. So, like, if you want to play five-card stud, or if you want to play five-card draw, or if you want to play seven-card stud, or pot limit Omaha, or Hold'em, or limit Hold'em, or a pot limit, or a no-limit version of any of these games, or badugi, Badoogie, or Rasmaha, or anything you could fucking invent... I will figure it out and the other guys that invented it will figure it out and we will relieve you of your money and we will hopefully act like professionals and provide you with a good fucking time because you came to gamble and we're the casino, but the poker part of it isn't an actual thing. It's not a thing that I fucking obsess about and run fucking Sims and look at a fucking solver because I don't give a shit about poker. I don't give a fucking shit about poker. Poker is simply a, 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 a little invention that allows me to have your money, right? Because that's what I'm – at the end of the day, i got to have it or right. I die, right? So it's like if I fucking walk into a casino and like a, a giant whale – and I go up to the giant whale and I say, hey, you want to start a Pot Limit Omaha game? And he says, no, I'm just going to give you $1,000 and we're both going to go home.
0: I'm out of there. Right. Yeah. We're gone. Right. Fuck poker! Right.
1: And if I show up in the fucking parking lot of the Commerce Casino for the next ten years, and the, and the biggest whale hands me a thousand dollars and says, "Let's get in our cars and go golf," it's over. Of course. It's over. So, th- like, but if you like chess, or if you like something that, that wouldn't it wouldn't satisfy you, because you're there to play the
0: game. But yeah. if you fucking like poker, you're an idiot. I I com- <laughs> that's great, man. I really like that. I really I compare. I I talk about chess a lot. The people right. that that do want to play poker as a sport, and I say, well, it's just not. Like, the moment everyone's trying their hardest... Right. Uh, it's dead. It's just rake right. invariance. Yes. And uh, so it's not. It's a social game. It's a yes. soft hustle. It's a social
1: game. It's a people, hustle,
0: yes. People that have the money are, like... And it's not like you're getting over on them. Right. Because they still have, have like, bigger house, exactly. better car. Everything, fucking yeah. Whatever, right? Right, right. So, but... It used to be they would come right. and, yeah, you said, we're the casino. Yeah. We're going to provide the entertainment, yes. this and that. And But it's gotten with the training sites and whatnot right. to, no, it is this. It's all about, like, what's your range here? What's right. this? Like, just bullshit. Right. That, that doesn't make sense. If you really want to be that games person. Right. Fucking play chess. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to me. I think the variance is, like, an excuse for people to, like, I want to be the best in the world, but they can use variants as a, like uh, a a cop out like right. if they're not. Right. Whereas in chess, there's just no variant. I no. mean almost no variance. If you're the best, you win, if you're the worst, you lose. You're win. right. Yeah, it is what right. it is. Yeah. I've been trying to make that clarification for a long time like, don't tell me it's fucking sport. Right. If you love the mental battle, cool. I want the money. You're right. Like exactly. I, <laughs> I'm here, I'm happy to make it fun, and I want money. Like yeah. and and I want to like do Put in work for the right. money, right? Right. Give the action. Right. Don't push every edge. Right. Be funny. Drink whatever. Go. Right. Go to the strip club. Whatever right. it is. Uh, and that's that's kind of been lost in the last. I think since like the training site boom. Yeah. Uh, where people just. You. I. I haven't. Pl- I just got here today, but I'm sure downstairs where everyone's just talking about you know constructing ranges and whatnot of at the table whereas they're not making any money because the guy that that was going to lose the money is like, "What the fuck? I'm out of right. here." Yeah. I mean, before it used to be talking about like what's the best strip club around here we can go to after Exactly. This. Yeah.
1: Or even worse, the guy down there that you were supposed to win the money off of is like, "Ooh, I'm constructing ranges too." Yeah. You oh know? no. And even though he's yeah. bad at it, he's still not bad enough that now you can beat $40,000 a year in rake. Right. He's bad at it. Yes. Yeah. And they'll be like, Oh my god, did you see what he did on that flop texture? Yeah. He should have expanded the decision tree. Yeah, It doesn't fucking matter because once he's even thinking about flop texture, right. or once he's even thinking about these things, the $40,000 a year rake
0: makes the game pointless. And and the truth is, these guys don't come to play a sport. They come right. to blow off steam. Yes. And money. Yes. They, yeah, I got some. You know, a lot of it's dirty money anyway. Right, like, yeah. But it's just a trade. Like, right. I'm I'm gonna have a fucking good time. I'm yeah. gonna gamble. I'm gonna win one out of four or five sessions. Right. And uh, we're gonna drink. We're gonna talk about R-rated shit. Right. It's a trade, right? It is. And, and the pros need to provide that, And right. they get the money. You know, variants willing. Yes. Uh, so, but but that's that's great that you you're talking about. It's not even a, it's not even a thing like. Yeah. It's not. What's blackjack? Yeah. What's roulette? Right. What's a fucking ball on a wheel? Right. These are
1: all inventions. Right. And they're invented for one purpose: to trick a guy who wants to
0: gamble into giving you fucking money. <laughs> it's yeah. a trick. But it's not. And I, I don't think it. And people will say like, "Well, that's predatory." It's not predatory. Like, no, it's not. Because there's a market for it. It's a there's a market. Yeah. It ain't gonna stop. The yeah. market's not stopping. As much as you like,
1: some fucking poker pro might want to be like. I need to find purpose in my life. I am going to only go to the choice center and I'm only going to play in tournaments that give 10% to charity. Right. You're still a fucking hustler. Cocksucker. You're a fucking hustler. You hustle for a living. Get over it. They know it too. The fish know it too. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Just fucking do your hustle and do it. Good. Right. Do a Good job. Like Steve
0: Wynn. Right. Do
1: your fucking job. Right. Right. That's it. Yeah. Do your job
0: right. That's good. That's good. I like that. Um, I'm going to go grab uh, another can Yeah, sure. from the, it's in the, The, it's in the bathroom. In the tub? Yeah. Yeah, Good. You saw that already? Yeah. So why why don't you, uh, you said now we're getting into poker in the life story. Right. So why don't you you tell them about where and what and how you got started into poker. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. So, um, you know, you could just yell from the bathroom. When I used to do this as a job, I would just yell from the bathroom.
0: I mean, it's not going to take me that long. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I guess you're much so much better at it than me. What? You you're so much more professional.
0: I'm pro- man, look at my mic stand. <laughs> it's got four water bottles. My mic stand is in the bucket of ice that has four water bottles right. in and a and a towel. Yeah.
1: So okay, like, then I'll, like, I'll take it back. It's not I'll that take works. it all back. Right. All right. 2003 is I went to start going to the casino in 1998 and I played live poker and I basically ran like God, and so I didn't quit. Because if here's the thing that most people don't know about poker, like if you don't run like God in your first few months, you will quit because you'll say this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, why am I fucking doing this live poker? Because you got to drive all the fucking casino and you just lose money every time. If you're not a gambler, if you're like if you're like somebody who's like I want to do this as a competition and I want to make money and I like blah 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 and that's the way my mind wraps around everything so like and that's the way a lot of people's minds wrap around things and there's so many people that probably could have been professional poker players thank god they ran bad because we don't need any more of them Of course. but everybody who ran every single person who ran like god instantly became a professional poker player whether they had any aptitude for it or not and so then out of that subset of people there was a certain smaller amount of people and I mean a tiny amount of people that actually have the aptitude for it so, I was one of the people, like, I went into Hollywood Park. I said, hmm, I'm going to try this poker thing. $1, $2 limit. Sounds good. What's the buy-in? $10 or something. I mean, it was fucking microscopic.
0: Unbeat- unbeatable game or was the rake, like, tiny? Completely unbeatable. Shit. Yeah. Completely course. unbeatable. <laughs> Did I, you crush it? Yeah, crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> Ran my roll up to, like, $40.
1: Immediately went into two four. I'm talking like this all happened in a 20, 36 hour
0: period. Was this a trip down here, or had you moved? Home? No, I already lived here. I oh, okay, here. I missed that part. I
1: moved. I moved here because my brother lived here, and one of my good friends lived here. He wanted to be an actor, of course. And they're sending me fucking pictures of the beach and sunshine, and I'm in fucking Oregon, working like in this fucking finance job that I don't really give a fuck about. But that, and then I came here. But then I, when I came here. I immediately got another finance job because of a, a call, and that's how I'd worked my way up the finance ladder. I think I came to Los Angeles like maybe, I don't know, a very short time after graduating college. Okay. So, But, but it was within a, a couple of years or something after, I don't know, three years, I don't know. It was a short time after graduating college, I came to Los Angeles. And because I already knew a couple people here, my brother and this other friend, and they were having – ostensibly a great time. Like this is like before like, you know, Instagram where people just like put cut it like always show you pictures of how great their life right. was. But I would get phone calls about how great their life was, right? right? right. And I get here and they're living on a fucking futon in a fucking one bedroom apartment. But right. it still was fun. So I get here, I get back into finance and uh, and then okay, so then Rounders comes out, right? Uh, at this point in time I had already given up on counting cards as a as a job. Even, right. uh, like I live nearer to Vegas, so I tried it again, and it's like it's just not going to work. It's a way to make a little bit of money and get great comps and impress fucking any fucking woman you're with because the fucking pit boss comes up and says hi and shakes your hand, and the, you fucking walk into any fucking club and you walk into any fucking buffet or whatever, you know? Right. When you're like, you know, you know, late 20s or whatever, mid 20s, like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Obviously, I already... And I won't get into my personal relationship, but I obviously already had a set thing. But there's weird, There was a weird point in time where I was here and other people were at the place, but it doesn't really matter now because it's so fucking part of the past. Although, I would probably still get yelled at if my wife listened to this podcast, but she won't listen uh, to it. I was going to
0: say, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? She's not going to listen, man. I know. She... she, she, she <laughs> It's like <laughs> There's is,
1: is no it, way. Isn't it? An, I mean, you you're divorced, right? Yeah. So like, it's obvious. Like, you understand this. Like, how far back a woman can be mad about something? No, no. Let's not go. Okay, there. let's We're not go there. Just, <laughs> no, <it's laughs> I'm just getting myself it. in trouble. It's not, okay, it's worth, not worth it. it. Okay, it, let's talk about gambling. Reverse free I mean, you. They could be mad forever. So anyway, um, so then like Rounders comes out, and I'm I'm guessing I'd already been sort of into like I started going to the casino and playing poker. M- in somewhere in the mid-90s, um, and I I had been, like, sort of, like, working... I, I, I run like God. So I was playing $1, $2 limit, $2, $4 limit, $3, $6 limit, $4, $8 limit, $5, $10 limit, $10, $20 limit, in, like, I want to say a 36-hour period. That's how fast I, like, moved up. Yeah. Because I didn't understand that, like... You can lose. Right. I just thought you could only win. Right. Right? Because I'm an idiot. You're playing perfectly
0: and running perfectly.
1: Yeah. Everything went great. And yeah. I'm like, I got like a little tiny pamphlet that says Sklansky on Hold'em. And I'm flipping through it. And it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get all this. Right. Right? And so um, then Rounders comes out in 1998, I want to yeah, say. that's right. And that's when like I really started taking like the idea of playing... Big Bet Poker, seriously. and But Big Bet Poker at that point in time did not exist. No. Okay? So, there was one game at Hollywood Park that was 5-5 Pot Limit Hold'em. And there was a game at the Sandia India Casino in New Mexico. It was called the Banker Sound Game. and That was No Limit Hold'em. There was a game at Palomar that was No Limit Hold'em in San Diego. There was a No Limit Hold'em at the Stardust and Binions in Las Vegas, there's No Limit Hold'em at a place called The Palace in Hayward in San Francisco. And there was No Limit Hold'em at El Dorado and Reno, if I remember correctly. So like, I wanted to play No Limit Hold'em all the time. I'm working in finance and it, there, it becomes an opportunity for me. When you came down here, you were working in finance? Yeah, I, oh. I, I, I got a, another finance job oh, immediately. Okay. And there became an opportunity for me to like have this finance job where I went around and did training. Mm. And the company I worked for was called Crescent Jewelers, Friedman's Jewelers. And we financed, we basically did like, predatory lending for people who wanted rings yeah. and necklaces and shit. So we would figure out a way to get them into it, blah, 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 whatever. Right. <laughs> who knows how much they're gonna end up paying for it. So I went around and each store had its own credit department. So I went around and trained them how to do the credit model correctly. And I was in all of these cities with No Limit games. So I'm just playing cards, dude. Right. I'm, like, going into the fucking store. I'm like, listen, this motherfucker wants a necklace. How much does it cost on that? $22? (laughs) Charge a 22 down. The rest is if they can fog a fucking glass mirror. Right. get their fucking job. I'm telling them, like, you know, basically this is how it works, right? So... (laughs) It's like Glen Gary, Glen Ross, basically. Now get me to the casino, right? Right. So then I'm playing no limit hold'em, right? And but I mean, at that point in time, like the whole concept of like poker training or being good at poker wasn't really a thing.
0: Right. So like, especially with no limit, like I had Super System and that was it, and like I had Rounders and that was it. I talk, yeah, I talk about at uh, the beginning. If you if you had read Super System and Theory of Poker, right, you were like. You're just going to win. Yes. I would be like... If you're a spire at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, like, raising on a button,
1: okay? So, like, everyone only limped. I raised on the button. Everyone would... Like, some people would fold, and then the, the limpers would probably call. Sometimes they fold. And then the flop comes out, and they check, and I bet, and I win. Right. Like, this just happened forever. You invented the continuation. <laughs> exactly. No, <laughs> I mean, I read about it in Super System, and I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. And then, like... uh, And then, like... I remember the very first time I met Bobby Hoff,
0: and
1: playing at the Hollywood Park. I was going to ask
0: you who some of the characters were back then. Yeah,
1: motherfucker, three bets.
0: Bobby Hoff, three bets in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's all got aces or kings because because, oh, that one guy who who lost always lost in the pits, um, always lost at at, at uh, roulette. What's his name? Big guy played football. Wait, where? I don't remember, but this is in the, in the '90s. He was TJ Cloutier.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. TJ yeah. Cloutier said, "The fuck
1: bad is 99.9% pure aces," right? Yeah. And he was a big deal. So I'm like, "Well, fuck! If I if I raise or if I three bet somebody with like a a big hand and I and, and Bobby Hoff three bets me or four bets, it's just the hand's just over." But, but Bobby Hoff was like. He's just so has, far ahead of the game. He just has
0: like ace-force suit yeah, every he's time. he's just like
1: pounding on me and making my life fucking miserable. But here's the thing is like, back then nobody spoke about poker or poker strategy. Ever. Why would you? Exactly. Why, Why would you?
0: He's printing money yes. every day. Yes. You're printing against everyone except yes, for him. Yes, except for him. Right. Why would you guys tell the other fuckers how to play? It was just so... But it's so weird in the modern
1: world, like, how long... I had to play with Bobby and how many hands I had to see him turn over and how many bullshit stories he had to tell me before I even could conceive
0: of the fact that he was just hustling. He was just
1: smashing me and he knew something I didn't know because this was, this like information was unknowable. Right. It was completely unknowable. Right. The things he knew did not exist in the universe at all. Like Bobby Hoff was like, so far above everybody else, and like no one could figure out what he was doing because A, nobody cared, and B, you know, it was just
0: unknowable. Right. So, so, so like. And, and C, he didn't fucking talk about it. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Not one fucking word about playing cards under
1: any circumstances. Right. Not one word about fish, not one word about
0: bada bada bada. And I mean. And he's a very social guy. Yes, super social. Yeah. Social about everything, but right. like just but never telling you. And then if, if he had to show it on a hand, he'd be like, "Oh, I thought it was this. I right? thought it... yes. Yeah, it's all a hustle, hundred percent right. of the time. Which is it's a game. <laughs> yes, it's it's you can call it a hustle. It's a game. No, You're yeah. trying to win. No, I'm like, not saying hustle yeah. in a, in like a derogatory. I think way. I think some people will, will think of it the no, wrong it's way. It's not yeah. derogatory.
1: It's yeah. what we do for a living. Right. Like we didn't we talk about this? Is what we do for a living, kids? Yeah. All right. So anyway, to I was doing that, but, I mean, I wasn't making an... The games were so tiny. Like, and I didn't have a bankroll. I mean, I was doing good in my job, but, like, I was trying to, like, start my life. So, I'm not, like, putting aside, like, $40,000 or something to play poker. I'm putting aside to buy a house. Right. Right? Then comes along, boom, 2003, life-changing fucking moment, party poker. I'm, I'm sitting at my fucking desk job, like... Thinking about my next trip to whatever shitbag city, Sandia Indian Casino in fucking New Mexico that I'm gonna play No Limit at. I it may, it might have been late two thousand two, even. I fucking log on the fucking okay. Let's see what this shit is. Somebody had two plus two talking about this,
0: and someone shouldn't have talked about it. On <laughs> right? They did. Then you jumped in their games yes. and took
1: half their money. Yeah, and I'm just like, uh, okay, I just won thousand dollars. Let's see if I can cash it out. Oh. Check shows up, cashes, in bank. Oh, my life just fucking changed. So then I'm just fucking sitting in my fucking office, just like pounding fucking party poker all day, all night. So much fucking party poker. Like, I'm sure somebody will get mad about this. I'm opening accounts under every fucking
0: name I can think (laughs) of, right? I'm not cheating. I just want to
1: play more tables.
0: Are you not playing two counts at the same table? No, no, I'm no, You're uh, just playing like a hundred tables. I want.
1: I wanna play more tables. There's no there's no multi-tabling at this point. Oh there's no multi tabling. No. Oh, no oh. You had to open more accounts. Oh okay, I got it. Your account got one table, right? So if you want to play two tables, you need another account. Another account.
0: Another I think account. you're the only person to ever have more than one account.
1: Oh, in the in the beginning I was. <laughs> really? oh, no, you're joking. Like, yeah. Everybody did it. Yeah. Fucking but but like <laughs> like the guy, like there's a guy, his name was Vikrant Bargava. I'll never forget this guy. He was who? One of the what is it? Vikrant Bargava, okay. one of the original owners of Party Poker and president of finance for Party Poker. This motherfucker flies to the United States to meet me and a couple other guys on the West Coast. Hmm. He sets up a meeting. He takes care of dinner, fucking everything. He and, and he says like basically like I want to know what you guys are doing. It doesn't make any sense because like if you're generating a mountain of fucking rake for us and you're winning a lot of money, but if you guys are cheating. We we're gonna shut your asses down, but we're not. We didn't want to shut you down, but before like figuring out what you're doing. Yeah. So, me and some other guys, we took him back to our poker pads, which for me is basically my office. Right. And we showed him what we were doing. We're like, we play. We open accounts. We fucking grind all fucking day long. These people are fucking suck at poker. And at that time, I was playing limit poker. A lot of limit. It wasn't yeah. no limit. And, um, and that's what we're doing. And he's like, done. Done. Okay. Fine. We're going to go back. We're going to change the fucking thing. We're going to allow you guys to open more tables. We don't
0: want you to have more Wow, accounts. that's yes. how multi-tabling came Yes. Wow. So then we wow. fucking started multi-tabling it. And Did he know you had multiple accounts? Yeah. yeah. No, I showed yeah. Of course, yeah. it
1: was all a thing. Oh, like, yeah. We tr- we showed him. like I'm sure the other guys, I didn't go back with them to their poker pads, yeah. but I'm sure the other guys said the same thing. Basically, like, I'm not cheating, dude. This is how I make. I'm just make playing more, a lot of volume against really I, I, bad yeah, players. Exactly, and I want yeah. to get in as much volume as I can because we're printing money. The other crazy thing that he did when he was down on his trip was though. Nobody cares, so I, I'm not gonna get in trouble. So like he left us with um, ATM cards that were party poker ATM cards, so we could withdraw the maximum amount that any ATM we're at per day out of our account with the party poker atm card wow so we we're like for like super elite vip players we got to just keep withdrawing faster and faster and faster how many
0: how many uh, were there like how many people are like here uh and the west coast four do i know any of them
1: um i doubt it yeah i doubt it they're yeah. gone from the poker world they were never casino players
0: right. at all this was the beginning. They just of the end. saw an opportunity, yes. and then when the opportunity dried up, they just were gone.
1: This was the complete beginning of the end of book. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, the multi-tabling.
1: Yes, because I like I didn't. I mean, I can't even remember screen names because I could. You could change screen names so much. Like I was like retard power. I was retard strength. I was. I was. You, like, are, you were keeping it politically correct. Yes, right? retard power. Yes. <laughs> That's great. I man. had these dumb fucking names. Like I had a whole bunch of them, a whole stream of them, but like so like I would. <laughs> it's probably
0: bad. I shouldn't say that, but I mean no, no it's whatever. Real, right? It's it's uh, yeah. Of, of it course, is what it is. It's, there's no anything we're gonna get. We don't want to get you in trouble with your wife, but the listeners. I pretty much just say whatever's right. on my mind. I, used to it. I can't edit
1: myself. My wife and.
0: Something you did over twenty years yes, ago. Yes, doesn't matter. I don't think you use the word retard probably very often these days. Nowadays, no, not so much. Right,
1: it's much less. I've been told I'm not supposed to. Right,
0: right. Like you probably called people like call people fag back yeah, in the day all the time. Right, yeah, we that, played a, we played smear the
1: queer smear the, the queer fucking yeah. life. Yeah. like, but I mean, yeah, it's a different world, and I respect that. Right, I think the world's better now than it used to be. I don't think I think that that the, part of it's better. I for think sure. the, I think the world is a the better. The respecting
0: place. people's yeah. differences is better.
1: Yeah, and I yeah. So
0: it's like, but I'm still I'm a
1: product. But yeah, of my your mind.
0: screen names are what they were. Yes. Man. And but what were Retard power, retard strength, uh, and what uh, else? Like, I would ha- I had a bunch of them
1: where I would just set my hand on the keyboard and push. Yeah. So it'd be like <laughs> a six five eight J D W F. Uh, I- So, I had like eight accounts where I just pushed down. That's great. I can't, there was Lyman, one of them was Lyman. There was obviously like all that stuff.
0: Let's, uh, what, so you were Lyman already before you? I was, I was Lyman when, well, my brother had already opened an account named
1: Lyman. I wasn't Lyman. Oh, yeah, that's the story, right? right? Your brother opened an account on what? Uh, plus two. I think it was on rec.gambling.poker, and then that went. Oh, before 2 plus 2, there was a thing called rec.gambling.poker. Right. We He was online, and we were sort of talking about poker together um, before 2 plus 2 existed. Right. So, when, I, I mean, 2 plus 2 might have existed, but it didn't exist in a way that anyone know, would give a shit about it. Right. It didn't really ex- The way it is now. Yeah. No one gives a shit about more, it. <laughs> more people went to Poker than anything. What is it? Rectile? Rec.gambling.poker. It was, a, it was a news group. What's the rec for? Because it was called recreational. Really? Dot gambling. Wow. Dot poker is where nerds got together.
0: That's a cool name.
1: Yes. <laughs> but that's how all things were then. Like th- Before, there weren't websites when I started on- online. Websites didn't really exist in the way that they do now. People went to news groups. So the, there was the, the only news group for poker in the entire fucking world, basically, was rec.gambling.poker. I like that. And you would go there and basically talk about poker, and it was a precursor of poker training, but not exactly. And the reason why I would say not exactly is because if you were to go on to 2plus2 and search Lyman posts from 1998 if that's even possible, and then see like what we were saying, it was all so dumb.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's so, so dumb now, but at the time, it probably wasn't that. Dumb. At the time,
1: it wasn't that. I guess it wasn't dumb. Because no, it was we were, winning. It was working. Because we were talking about yeah. poker, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you weren't already have a proclivity for poker, you could have read everything I posted between 1998 and 2008 and not learned anything. Right in 2008, I made a post where I had a lot of fun and I said some really smart things. I think. Yes. And yeah. but before that, I was more of what we would now call a troll. But trolls didn't really exist, and the reason is because like I was really fucking hot shit. I made fucking more money than them. I played more games than them. I played in more stuff, and so like I would just go and like fuck with people and. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean... It's
0: it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: just fun. It was fun times and and some strategy... And mostly, like, I basically just wanted to, like, blow up the poker myth. Like, I had always been obsessed with this idea because I came up... And, You're a truther. Yes. I played yes. with, you know, all the... You want to talk about some old school guys at some point. Like, I played with the old school guys. I learned from them. And I really did not like at all the new school idea of poker right. so i just wanted to poke holes in all of their fucking ideas right just constantly just poke poke yeah. poke so that like it's tiring though it is tiring and yeah. and it was just an idea that like i want to keep poker the way that i like it and you know that could be like, very selfish but in retrospect and i'm not saying i was smart but in retrospect it was very smart because the way that I liked it, and the way that Bobby Hoff liked it, and the way that Johnny Chan and Doyle, or people that you don't know, like fucking Fisherman Greg and Scotty Lundgren or whatever. I know Scotty Lundgren. Right, you know him. Yeah. But like, the way, and all the different bookies and the people that we played with, the way that we all liked it was actually the fucking right way.
0: Yeah, it's the way I still play <laughs> right. it. Right. Yeah. Like,
1: we didn't, I. so that's why I say, like, I don't want to say, like, I knew what I was doing or I invented something, but like... Just
0: accidentally we were all doing it the right way. Where the people coming uh, were losing their money. Yes. And but they were having fun. Having fun. And attributing to bad luck. Or
1: even not having fun. It didn't matter if they were grumpy and threw cards at a dealer, we still made it what it was. Right. We knew how everybody knew like with like a tiny nod, like how we were gonna keep this fucking poker game running. Right. Right? And Nobody cheated and nobody colluded, and we all wanted each other's money. But like, it we we understood that like, if we're we're the casino, yeah, we're the fucking casino. Like we have to create. Like you're never gonna fucking like listen to this shit. Between Steve Wynn, Sheldon Alstein, Harrah's, Resort World, they fucking run casinos around the globe. Yeah, every culture, every fucking stakes. And, and they run a blackjack game, roulette game, fucking sportsbook, blah, 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 blah. And they've done innumerable amount of research on how to deal with gamblers, how the host operates with the gambler, how everybody operates with the gambler, right? And none of them say, put on headphones, scowl, bring a fucking Tupperware lunch, and talk
0: about how bad people play. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not part of the training. For Can the you host. fucking imagine that? Don't And don't break down the math of the fucking <laughs> yeah. roulette wheel. Can you imagine if you fucking walked into Play Blackjack yeah. and the fucking dealer
1: or the floor man took out a fucking stinky tubware container of their uh, vegan fucking cock food <laughs> and you might be a vegan, I don't know. I'm not vegan, man. Okay, I don't want you to be mad at me because I respect that, but just don't bring it on my fucking poker table. And like... They, like, fucking crack Don't open... Don't bring your... any food in a... In exactly! A... Don't... <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking crack open your fucking vegan Tupperware container. Don't fucking bring a backpack. Don't fucking put on your fucking headphones. Because if you walked in to play blackjack or roulette or go into the sports book and that's the way the fucking casino was behaving, be you out. would never come back. Ever. Right. Under any fucking circumstances, you would never fucking come back. Yes. This isn't complicated! <laughs> It's just not
0: complicated. No, it's... People are looking for the fun, the escape. Exactly. They're not looking for that. They're not looking to be treated poorly. Exactly. Yeah. Or or one-upped yeah. by a
1: fucking pencil-neck little piece of shit. Like... <laughs> They're not looking to be one-upped by you, you fucking Euro motherfucker who just got off the fucking plane from fucking Germany and you're going to be here for three months and you're going to pretend you have a fucking job and then you're going to fly back. I know you can treat us all like shit if you want because you don't have to deal with being a regular, but you're just a... Fucking piece of shit! You're just the worst
0: fucking human in the world. I call them nits. They're, they're not they're even, taking They're worse than nits. No, but I, like in the in the parasitic sense. Yes, they're like, parasites. No, yeah. that's what they are. That's the real they're definition. Parasites. Of nit, Did you yes. know that the real definition of nit is parasite? Is that where it comes from? Yeah. Never knew that. I looked it up years ago, and it's actually a parasite. It's a so I go with that. that that's what they are. They're like, parasites. You can play a lot of hands and still be a nit if you're. Yeah. Taking and not giving anything, right? And, and you know these guys that you're talking about—they're about. organisms
1: that live off of the hard work of others, right? They these, just take yes, and they, they don't give take. anything. They
0: only take. They're not going to talk. Nope. They're not going to give any action. Nope. Nope. They're not going to the guy that's having a horrible night. They're going to not going to lay off the three bet once, nope. like just because it makes sense in that right. hand to do it, right? Whereas the old school and some of the new school a yes. lot. Of, a lot of the new school actually lately yeah, so, a little bit more yeah because of because there's no more online poker yeah they don't learn the bad habits right right but but in in you and I have spent way too much time online like pushing this shit yes. like it's so is the best play to three bet this guy absolutely right but given everything his wife just called and yelled at right. him he's pissed right uh, or even a better example. You have a horrible hand in the big blind, right? And the guy hasn't won shit all night. Right. You're winning all the money. He's very important to your income. Right? He opens. You can tell he has a good hand. Right? It, you should fold, right? Yes. But you should also call and give the guy some fucking right. action, right. right? Right. And you should like do whatever he wants and right. flip and yeah. It's it's. I don't know if you remember this,
1: and maybe some of the people listening remember this. In in Super System, Doyle Brunson says that. He could. He said, "Like I can beat up on this guy all night, but at some point I have to show him some respect." Yeah. Like you'd never see that in a modern poker book, or you never no. see that in a train. Like, but like I remember that. Like I remember it to this day. I haven't read Super System in fifteen years. He says. I, he says they check and I bet and they say take it Doyle and they check and I bet and they say take it Doyle and they check and I bet and they say take it Doyle. But he says I know at some point I have to show this man some respect. Right. And that's like. Just fucking genius. Yeah.
0: Yes. Just fucking genius. Yeah, that fifth time when you actually had the hand, show it to him. Yes. Uh, like, exactly. Yeah. You could do the same thing to him one time. Checking. Like I, I've been doing that forever. Yes. And it's and it's uh you know and it's why people will text me. They'll see some game on Bravo that never goes in a card room, right? Right. Like some dingy card room has a giant fucking three blind game. Right. right. This is you, right? Yeah, I'm here. Right. And it's like. <laughs> Because I'm doing all this shit, and it's fun. People, I know. People have disposable income. People probably don't believe it, but I've seen it. I've yeah. seen you in action. Yeah. You're They're ha- the best they, at that. Yeah, they, they have, have the disposable best. income. They just want something for it. Yes. And I learned... I actually went the other way. I started off incorrectly. I was the technical fucking tag, listening to music, not right. giving a fucking inch. And then I learned in, like, around 2007, eight. a lot of it had to do with your thread, which... We're gonna get into. Um, we're at an hour. Do you want to do two hours? Is that cool with you? I mean, most of my podcasts used to be four hours. Oh, really? I didn't. <laughs> you said you go to bed super early. Yeah, but I'm here now. All right, so you can do another hour for it's sure. It's only six forty nine. Is that right? That's not right. It's well, it's six fifty four.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. you uh, yeah, let's go. Let's fucking talk. Okay.
0: about Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna grab another beer. We kind of went from two thousand three to two thousand eight. Uh, anything important happen in there before we? I'm going to split this into two parts. So yeah, yeah. anything important into happen... as many parts
1: as you want. Because I mean...
0: part two, we're going to start with your, your thread that that uh, you'll be humble about, but it really changed. So not many people have done good for the poker world, right? That thread did. It 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 changed the poker world a lot. I doubt it changed the poker world a lot because I go down there every
1: day and there's all the fucking morons, but. But it helps. some... it made some you call people luminaries, the right? The people
0: that yeah, the luminaries, right? The people, and I, yeah. I'm one of them, right? right? Like right. Uh, that, there that, are ambassadors of good poker. That thread, <laughs> that thread, like was really eye opening to me. Right. And I just mentioned that I was doing it the wrong way. I was, I was never smug or whatever. I was always right. smiling, whatever. But I played perfectly every single fucking hand, right? And like gave nothing, and yeah, it, I would seat hop, I would do whatever, and I. Uh, your thread started me down the path of, in other in other events of no, it's all about getting people to play huge with you yes. and play horrible against right. you. Right? Exactly, like, that's so much more profitable than having them play their own game and realizing they're dead. Right? Yeah, that's right. So anything before we, uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, we're just gonna we're gonna keep going. But yeah, uh,
1: just kind of. I mean, between uh, two t- between party uh, sorry, play party poker. I made a fucking shitload of money. I quit my job. Uh, I said I'm going to be a professional poker player because I had made this money, and I mean, I guess there's not a lot more to say about it than that, Um, other than I sort of learned something else from that, which was that if you're a high-volume player, the casino will give you money, Mm. right? And that became a bit of an eye-opener to me, like, oh, okay, I get this, like, if they really need me, yeah. I can fucking get something. I, I right. shouldn't be playing for free. That's what I realized. Like, the casino should always kick in.
0: Right. Um, and Which is speaking to exactly what we're talking about. That's, yes, exactly. Like, the whale's coming to lose. Give them fucking
1: something. Yes. So that's when I started saying to myself, like, okay, I'm going to go... When, when Party Poker ended, Party Poker ended long before Black Friday. And the reason why Party Poker ended is because they wanted to go public. And they couldn't go public as an illegal operation. So when Party Poker ended, I tried to continue my online career, but it just didn't quite work out. Because the way that you had to continue was just really mass multi-tabling, which to me like all became like untenable. Because the edges were so small. It, and, and, and it wasn't fun. Like, it was worse than my desk job. Like right. 14 screens open or something. Right. It was worse than my desk job. That was number one. Or I could play massive nosebleeds online, which... Didn't make any sense because I didn't trust the site. So it's like, oh, you want me to deposit a hundred fucking thousand dollars in Gibraltar?
0: Right. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm just I was just
1: like, maybe my old school upbringing. Like I grew up with like mom making my clothes. I'm like, this is never fucking happening. I'm never fucking putting a hundred thousand dollars in Gibraltar right. with this fucking idiot. Right. Right. So like I so like I said like well I got to go back to the casino and so then when Party Poker shut. That was 2008 when it shut? Or? It probably, yeah, like right around there. Yeah, I want to say, like, then I said, fuck it, I'm going back to the casino. And then that's where my... Was that the UIGA
0: whatever? was that? Yeah, the
1: U-I-E-G-A, U-I-E-G-A was yeah. one of the parts of it, something like that. Yeah, um, Like I said, like history and dates is like one of my worst things, but like it was right in there. 2008, I want to say I come back at the casino. So I come back at the casino. I see what's really, what's going on at the casino because I hadn't been playing that much. And that's when I started developing these ideas about, like, what was wrong. Yeah. And that's where
0: that post came from. And so uh, you said your brother, your brother's older than you? Younger. Younger, okay. And he, is he still on gambling? He never went
1: with it. He had kids. Oh, okay. And so, like, he became... Yeah, it's, it's hard to have yeah, kids to stay yeah. in the gambling. Oh, I, I, because I didn't have kids, I got to continue staying, like, massively irresponsible. Yeah. And do, I did both, man. Yeah, I, know, I, I, know. I did both.
0: But because he he like he like went down the straight and narrow path. Okay. Yeah. And uh so he created an account on rec.gambling. Yeah, Lyman, yeah. Lyman, and then did he create one on two plus two as well? Or did you just take over Lyman? I took over Lyman. Okay. Like, yeah, I just took it over. Were there. you posting strat? were you posting anything on two plus two before your big uh Yeah? Some a lot of
1: dumb, a lot of goofy shit, a lot of trolling interactions, which I don't even know if the word trolling existed then, and some strat. Like I remember, like my most famous
0: strat posts. I remember. Hold I have, on, that's that's the fucking cliffhanger. We need to get them come back for part two. Yeah. The, okay. 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 I'm I, gonna pause. But for, can I give like
1: one little teaser? Sure. I don't think I remember how it, the actual way it went. Man, that's not a good <laughs> fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm, try. Try.
0: I'm trying to fucking reel this is, these people this
1: in, is man. Fucking dude, I'm a fucking my mind is addled by fucking mountains and gallons of fucking booze over like
0: twenty fucking years to remember my very best strap post. But it, like, it was about kings. Okay, cool. It's about kings, and that we'll start that out part two with this strap post about kings. Okay, and then we'll get into. uh Number 2,000 random Yeah, and we'll move forward from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pause for a second. You may now exit the spew train. I hope you enjoyed the ride. Remember, for $4.22 a month, you can help keep this train rolling. Just head on over to patreon.com and become a patron today. When you do, you become a member of the DGAF community, an online community of communal folk. Non-salary expenses for this podcast are paid for by poker rags. Get insanely comfortable clothing that is smart, funny, cool, and good for the game. PokerAx.us. That's pokerrax.us. Okay, that's it. Back to your own grinds now.